You're listening to Lit Speak with Patty Sheen on Blog Talk Radio. Some dark There is a spirit who brings a fire, ignites a candle, and makes his morning and welcome. Here we praise the truth in God's creation through the ideas inspired by human imagination. During this hour, we hope to ignite your candle that you may use it to brighten the darkest corners in your world. Good morning again. It's my pleasure to welcome you to Literally Speaking right here on Blog Talk Radio and the Road Less Traveled Internet Ministries. As you join us on the journey, we invite you to listen for an idea that will inspire you to tap into your imagination. Today is Tuesday, May 12th. And can you believe two nights ago we had snow? It snowed. I can't (laughs) believe it. It snowed. I woke up and I thought that it was three inches of hail. But there it was. It snowed, and I immediately thought of you, and I just I, I, I screamed your name out. Did you, well, I, I thought I heard you because Did actually you? I was awake at about one forty-five. Oh, I look out the window and oh, can't believe it. Yeah, I knew that you would be loving it, and I thought to myself, this is all Patty Sheen's fault. I'm and before we go any further, and I told you this before. I think this is this has to be said. Last week. If, if for those for our listeners, uh, Patty Sheen is a huge Rockies fan. <laughs> Here we go. And so last week, I humbled myself. The humility. I just humbled myself, and I said, "Patty, I'm uh, in honor of you, in honor of this show. I will wear a, a Colorado Rockies hat during the show. I am not a Rockies fan, and I have to apologize because I put it on last week, and they have not won since. I have noticed that." They've lost nine games in a row. Part of that was at the beginning, but I think they've, I don't know how many games they've lost. Uh, and since I'm not a Rockies fan, I'm going to keep wearing it. Well, Just, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what, <laughs> they they have a, a fan Friday. Yeah. Friday, and you can sure. tweet out your messages. Sure. And I'm going to tweet a message to them and say, this is all Derek Hutchison's it, it, fault. It is. It so is. we need to start a campaign. Yeah. To have him bury that hat in his backyard. I've got to burn it in some sort of sacrificial way or or something because because I felt bad for you. But then when it snowed, I thought to myself, I'm keeping this hat on. (laughs) I'm going to drive the Colorado Rockies so far into the basement in the National League West, which they are now. I'll tell you what, they are down there. It's terrible. That they're never going to be able to get out. I don't think they will. So I I want to apologize to you on air. And say that I'm not taking it off. And whatever happens, happens. I see. So <laughs> I see. Well, you know what they say. Watch out for paybacks. I guess. Just wait. Yes, that's that's exactly right. So I will be cautious about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've done my due diligence. That's it. Yes, so you have. The transparency right. is there. Now that that's over, <laughs> let's, let's tell folks where they can find us. Yes. Us. I can be found at www.pattysheen, P-A-T-T-I-S-H-E-N-E, all one word, dot com. And we also, this is exciting, we also have a new mobile website, yes. which is M as in mobile. Yay, you did Yay. mobile that time. Dot, <laughs> dot dot com. And that's for folks that want to access our site through their smartphone or iPhone or mm-hmm. iPad or all the little gadgets that we have out there these days. Yes. I can be found on Facebook at Literally Speaking, and on that page, I do try to I try to announce our next show and announce our last show and put all those links up there and so mm-hmm. such. So, I'd love to have you join me over there on Literally Speaking on Facebook, and I'm also on Twitter as at Patty Sheen. At Patty Sheen. And I like Twitter. I know some people don't, but I like Twitter. I hate it. I. I know. Well, I think Twitter is something that either you love it or you yeah, hate it. Yeah, I think it. so. Yeah. 
I can't, and you know, 100, what is it, 160, 140, 140 characters. 140 characters. It gives you to be a very concise writer. No, That's no, it doesn't. Nice no, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just keep on tweeting because you're good at it. Well, and, I don't and know I'm, that I'm good at it, but, well, my, tweet helps me. Tweet helps sure. me be able to yeah. get things out. Yeah. But anyway, it took yeah. me some time to... For a while, I thought, what is this what's nonsense? Go, what's happening? And I still get frustrated with it at times. But anyway, let's get to our guest Let's today. get to our guest, absolutely. This author and speaker, Debbie Hardy, is known as the queen of resilience, and she maintains a positive outlook and a joyful personality no matter what life sends her way. Surviving a childhood of poverty and abuse, a failed marriage, widowhood, and many other obstacles, Debbie has Emerged as the CEO, that's Chief Encouragement Officer. I like that. <laughs> of Stepping Through Life. She has authored Stepping Through Cancer, A Guide for the Journey, How to Write a Book and Get It Published, and her latest work, Free to Be Fabulous 100 Ways to Look and Feel Younger at 40, 50, and Beyond. Welcome, Debbie. Well, thanks, Patty. Thanks for having me. Boy, I'm impressed with that bio. Tell me more about that person. <laughs> yeah, that's something, isn't it, right there? That is something. Oh, I'd, I'd like folks to know a little bit about our guests. I have I have fun doing the research and learning about people, actually. Well, Debbie, tell us, have you always wanted to be a writer, or did you develop this interest later on in life? Is this something that when you were three, you, yeah. you wanted to write the great American novel, or is this, is this something that developed for you later on in life? Well, I, unlike most people, I did not feel that I had a book inside me waiting to come out. I had no plans to write. I was busy working in corporate America, raised my kids and all that sort of stuff, and didn't even think about it until my, my second husband was diagnosed with cancer in 2008, mm-hmm. and um, we knew he didn't have long to live. His cancer was untreatable. And so instead of calling friends to tell him what was going on, I started writing emails. And uh, as things got worse, I had a hard time writing positive emails, and I thought, you know, I'm a Christian. This should be a positive thing. He's going to be with the Lord. So what can I put in here that will give people hope and encouragement through this? And I asked God, show me how, what I can give my readers. Little did I realize God had to give me the hope and encouragement first before I could share it with them. But because I I found hope in little things and put those in my emails, people were forwarding them to their friends, to their Bible study, to their women's group, to their their family. And within the three months that Brian was, um, was sick before he passed away, I went from emailing just family to having over a thousand readers. Wow, and, and they encouraged me. Yes. And a lot of them encouraged me to put it in a book. So that's how it all started. Well, that's pretty amazing, Debbie. Mm-hmm. I, I have a I'd share a little story with you. I have a friend, well, she's passed away now, but I'm a huge if you know this about me, I'm a huge gunsmoke fan and yes. I had a friend who yes. was in this gunsmoke group with me and she developed cancer. She lived back in Brooklyn. In fact we called her Brooklyn because she opened her mouth and you knew that was where she was from. <laughs> But anyhow, she was a sweetheart. When she developed cancer, she wrote to all of us on this Gunsmoke group, and she asked us each to send her a hat or a cap that we had worn, and she wore a different one to each of her treatments, and that way she said she felt like we were there surrounding her. Oh, wow, that's great. I love that idea. So, And yeah. we were, we were going to pursue that and try and make it some kind of a national movement and right. we never mm-hmm. did but I, I was thinking of that the other day since I got to see my Gunsmoke character up there yes. in Spring the other day brought that back to mind Debbie you are known as the Queen of Resilience can you tell us why <laughs> I love that title you too <laughs> thank you well other speakers claim to be resilience experts but I am their queen you see I, I started writing I started writing a book a while ago. You know, you can't just write one book. Once you're done, you have to move on and do the next and the next and the next. And so I started one, and I thought, I've been through so much. Why don't I share with the world what I've been through and how I managed to get through it? And so I'll just put one um, one rotten thing in each chapter in the book. Well, I outlined <laughs> 25 chapters. <laughs> and I became thoroughly depressed. I said, I don't want to write this, and nobody wants to read it. But so I decided that I would just take a positive attitude instead and teach people how to be fabulous and how to bounce back from things. In fact, I bounced back from so much that one friend called me a weeble. You know, weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. 
So that's me. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> when I I taught a over 50 writer class, and that's one of the things that we brought out for us older writers is that when we're young, sometimes we tend to put so much angst on the page that no editor would ever want to read it. So <laughs> it's, yes. seriously, it's not until we are older and more seasoned and we have weathered a lot of things in our life and we do come out seeing the positive mm-hmm. that we really are much more capable of providing a positive message that is going to heal hurting people instead of adding to their own pain. Right. So that's right. that's a very good point, Debbie. And would yes, you? And I, I had a I heard a lady speak one time. She was probably twenty four years old, and she was a singer and speaker. So you know, her singing was beautiful. Her speaking was well rehearsed, and she had a very good stage presence and everything. But she had no life experience to draw from, and so her message was empty. So those of us, you, you, Patty, and me, and probably Derek. I don't know how old Derek is, but he's probably had life experiences. <laughs> well, <laughs> Derek has had many. Uh, Okay. Experience with adversity, <laughs> believe me. <laughs> but we can we can share from our hearts. We can't just share from our heads. Okay, I have an idea that if this happens, this is how you deal with. It. We can stand up there and say, "This happened to me, and this is how I dealt with it." And you can get through through it too. That's very true. Debbie, I wanted to step back a little bit. Uh, tell us a little bit more about your stepping through cancer book. Okay, Stepping Through Cancer. Well, I started writing a book about my personal journey. Um, It was going to be called Cancer Through My Eyes, A Caregiver's Journey Through Death to Life. And I was all excited about it. Yeah. And I went to my first writer's conference and got positive feedback from everybody, and I joined a writer's group, and everybody loved it. But my husband had been gone less than a year, and it hurt every day, every time I put a word on the page. And I thought, I cannot do this. This is painful. And one of the ladies I met with at a writer's conference said, instead of talking about your journey, why don't you help other people on their journey through cancer? So then I I shifted my view. Oh, and another thing, I I retired from my job a year after after Brian died so that I could write full-time. And three days before I retired, my sister died unexpectedly. So then it was extra rock. Oh, my goodness, Debbie. Yes, yes. And so... So I decided, okay, I'll take a step back, and I will write how other people can get through. And it took me three months to write Stepping Through Cancer because God was with me through the whole thing, and it, it just kind of flowed. And and uh, it was published about a year and a half later. I was really amazed that it came out that quickly. But it's uh, a guide, a resource for cancer caregivers and patients so they know what to expect and how to deal with it. You know, what to, what to take with you to appointments, what to ask the doctor. Do you tell everybody, do you invite people into your home? Questions like that. I mean, do you get a wig if you lose your hair? Just about mm, anything like, that you're going to face in cancer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds like questions that come up that a person just doesn't know who to ask or how to sure. ask. And this yeah. sounds like a wonderful book, book yeah. Debbie. Mm-hmm. You had mentioned, did you want to mention an offer to our listeners about that book? Yes, God and I had a little talk about that cancer book. And he said, okay, I gave the book to you. You need to give it away. I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) I'm in the business of of selling books. I can't give them away. I quit my day job, Lord. (laughs) Yes. That's what I do for a living. Come on, Lord. And and he said, no, this needs to get in the hands of anyone who needs it. And so I have worked with the American Cancer Society. And we, I have given away probably, oh, around 2,000 books so far. And so if any wow. of your listeners knows anyone going through cancer, if you're going through cancer yourself, if you're a caregiver, please go to my website, debbiehardy.com, and email me that you would like one. Give me your, your name and address and what name you want me to write inside the book, and I will, I will mail it to you. That's fantastic. Oh, one other thing. One, yeah. one other thing I wanted to mention since God and I had this agreement, I have sold more books than I did before. <laughs> ah, see, there's, that's, 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 the, that's the whole thing of obedience right there. Uh, <laughs> yes, <it Yep>. is. <laughs> Debbie, the next book you wrote, I believe, was entitled How to Write a Book and Get It Published. What kind of mm-hmm. information can, can readers and 
hopefully prospective writers expect to find in that book? Well, too often you see a TV show or a movie where someone says, I think I'll write a book. And the next scene, they have 200 pieces of paper. And then they mail them to a publisher, and the next I know. Week they have a book signing. <laughs> 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 well, I've, I've been in this writing business for six years. I have attended 17 writers' conferences in addition to fellow seminars and webinars. And I know there is so much more to publishing than you would ever dream. So I decided we just need to let people know how do you how do you get an idea? What do you do with it after that? How do you make yours different from somebody else's but still sellable that people will like this genre? And then after it's published, or how do you get an agent? How do you get a publisher? What do you do with it after that? And one shocking thing that I learned is that authors have to buy their own books. I was appalled. I thought, (laughs) 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 they don't give you a thousand copies to give away to your second, third, and fourth cousins. Then I talked about how to get publicity, how to get, how to sell your books, and uh, and there's there's just so much. So this started as a handout at one of my writers' conference workshops, and it it grew from there. So it now has 50 steps in it, from getting an idea to actually moving on and writing your next book. Oh, that's neat. That's neat. Well, I have to be honest. I have not looked at it, Debbie, but I will definitely. Excuse me. I will definitely take a look mm-hmm. because it sounds like I love the step by step. Way of, sure, yeah, that's the best <laughs> way. Teach me something. <laughs> give, give me the steps. Yes, <laughs> I. Yeah, I have, I have, I have such a logical mind that I have to have everything laid out. You know, one, two, three, four, five, so that all of my books are laid out in in very logical order. So, if you want to look up something, zip, zip, zip. Okay, there it is. It's not like like a novel where you think, oh, wait a minute, when she met that man, wasn't he wearing boots? And then you have to go back a few pages and try and figure it out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's always really – actually, that's kind of easier to do in an ebook because you could just hit that little find feature. Yeah. Boots. <laughs> I need to find yeah, something happened with the boots. boots. I got exactly. yeah. to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm curious, when did you write that? Did you say, Debbie, the How to Write a Book? When write did that book? one come out? Yes. Uh, that one has been out for three weeks, and my Ooh. three to three before oh, it's brand has new? been out one week. It's brand new. Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah. Yes. Wow. Well, no wonder started, I hadn't heard of started, it before. It started at so. the. Um, I was speaking at the Greater Philadelphia Christian Writers Conference, and I had four handouts left after my workshop, and I was on a panel about independent publishing. And I mentioned I have four of these handouts that steps in writing and publishing a book. Does anybody want them? Fifty people raised their hands. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Including the pub, a pub, yeah, <laughs> but including a publisher that was on the panel. He asked me if oh, if I would email him a copy. So he, <laughs> yeah, he wanted to give it to all of his authors. <laughs> oh, that's neat. And so that's it fantastic. came from there. So yeah. So that's, Which goes that's to show that right when now. you have a good product, it's going to do well. Yeah, it's going to fly right off there. So three weeks out yep. right here on Literally Speak, that's awesome. That's it's right. Mm-hmm. How to write a book and, and get it published. Yeah, you tell yep, us about I know, I know that – go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I know that you, like like me, you like to mentor other writers, and mm-hmm. obviously this book does that. But what other ways do you like to, to mentor writers? Well, one thing is I put in the book that you need to do, everybody who wants to be a writer should do, is I am in a writer's critique group. And there are five other ladies there who are working on four more nonfiction, and one writes a personal essay and poetry. And what we do is we bring a few pages of our work each week and we read them to each other and get feedback. And it helps to, to hone it and to clean it up and to correct the grammar and things like that so that it's, it flows much easier. That's what I do in person. I'm also in a larger writer's group in uh, in another city that's about 60 miles away. So I go there once or twice a month, and we have a, a coffee where we sit around and we get ideas and we pick each other's brains. And I, I share what I've learned in all of those vast number of conferences and everything. And then I mentor others either by phone or by email. Um, usually we'll talk on the phone and then they'll email me their, their work and I give them feedback on it. But one of the one of the my favorite things to do is to give someone an idea. Well, why don't you take it in this direction and let's change it just a little bit 
And all of a sudden, the light goes on, and they, get, and they think, oh, my goodness, oh, that's great, I can do that. And then they're off to the races. I love that. And that's the neat thing about a critique group. I was in a writer's group up here in La Junta for a while, and over time, things just kind of dissolved. And, mm-hmm. and I miss of all the writing venues there are out there. I yeah. really miss that, a face-to-face critique group. I can get involved in one on online with ACFW. I've been in and out of a couple of them, but there's just something really special about being able to sit around a big table sure. and talk with, with other writers. Yeah. And I miss that. Yes. And my much. And my writers group, we have, we have become such close friends that two years ago one of the ladies' husbands was diagnosed with cancer. And two of us mm-hmm. went and sat with her in the waiting room. And uh, another lady moved to Atlanta last year and she was back in town for a writers conference, extended her stay just so she could see us. And we, we hugged and had lunch and cried when she left and, and we built really strong friendships there. So it's not just, you know, here read read my work and tell me how wonderful I am. But it's let's build a relationship and that makes so much difference. Yes it does. Yes it does. And in our group we had like you say with yours, different people that wrote different things. It wasn't all we're all fiction writers. We had one lady who right. wrote for magazines, and we mm-hmm. had someone else who was very much into poetry, and I was working on my 19th century yeah. store. <laughs> yeah. Still sitting on my <laughs> computer. But, yeah, it was it was fun because we all had different ideas, and we all came to the table with, with many different viewpoints, and, and it was a really... It was a really neat group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Debbie, we're going to go to break here in just a couple of minutes, and I would like to take this time before we do to announce to our listeners where you can be found, and you have already mentioned your website, mm-hmm. which is Debbie, D-E-B-B-I-E Hardy, H-A-R-D-Y dot com. You also have a Facebook page. Debbie can be found at, again, Debbie Hardy. We'll, we'll bring her up from her Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Let me remind folks that she has offered a copy of Stepping Through Cancer through her website. And I assume, Debbie, I'm pretty sure on your website there's a a contact place that automatically takes the person to your email. Yeah. So. Yes, yes, there is. So put in the information and tell me where. And if you want it sent to someone else, I can do that. Whatever, wherever you want it sent, you let me know. Well, I would strongly urge our listeners if you have a, oh, absolutely. a person that you bet. Is, is experiencing cancer or you yourself are experiencing cancer, that this sounds like a wonderful, wonderful guide for for folks to yeah and to I, use a wonderful resource. When we return from oh, our me, break, go ahead, Debbie. I was going to say, let me mention one other thing. Um, I tried to combine all my websites into DebbieHardy.com, but for some reason, Stepping Through Cancer still is hanging out there by itself. So if you go to <laughs> Stepping Through Cancer, if you go to SteppingThroughCancer.com, you can download the first chapter and uh, three appendices in the back. I have hints for patients, hints for caregivers, and hints for family and friends. So you can download those, print them, whatever you want to do. So you can get those right away. You don't have to wait for the book. Wonderful. Mm. And uh, our listeners that, that do listen to the show on a regular basis, and for those that who are listening for the first time, on my website, which is pattysheen.com, mm-hmm. I have a, under the Blog Talk Radio tab, I have a website and social media information page for each of our guests, and you will find the information <clears throat> excuse me, that, I, that Debbie just shared with us on that page a few minutes after the show, mm-hmm. give me a few minutes to get yeah. it updated. But I already have some information about Debbie on there, how to how to get to her website, how to get to her Facebook, and so such. So um, I would urge, because it's hard when you listen to the show, to stop and write down sure. or yeah. whatever. So, yeah. so uh, please do visit that page. When we come back from break, we will be announcing the winner of last week's giveaway. And we'll be back with you in about four to five minutes. Stay with us. You're listening to... Let's speak right here on Blog Talk Radio with Patty Sheen. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I took the one less traveled. And that has made all the difference. The road less traveled Internet Ministries. Derek and George Live. 
becoming Christ-like. Salo and Hutch. All stops on the road. The road of enlightenment. The road of discovery. Join us each Thursday and Friday morning at 8 a.m. Mountain Time and Saturday evening at 6 p.m. Mountain Time as we invite you to join us on a journey. A journey on the road less traveled. Right here on Blog Talk Radio. If you watch a game, it's fun. If you play it, it's recreation. But if you work at it, it's golf. A golf course should aspire to generate as much energy as it consumes. And four miles north of Marion, Indiana, is a golf course that does just that. 6,690 yards of pure energy. Arbor Trace Golf Club is a course that's beauty is matched only by its bite. A course that can test not only the steel of one's nerves, but the metal of their irons. It's a course for the beginner who desires to learn the game as well as the player who is ready to challenge it. So whether you're looking to play just for the fun of the game or the opportunity to work hard on it, Arbor Trace Golf Club is the course for you. Give Arbor Trace Golf Club a shot, because in golf, the most important shot you ever make is the next one. Stay connected to what matters most with high-speed service from Seacom. For the home, we offer access where you need it most. Whether you're looking for high-speed Internet or an in-home voice package or both, Seacom has your house covered. Send emails, download music, and surf the web with the fastest service in southeast Colorado. Our two-way wireless connections offer download speeds of up to 15 megabytes, but with a fiber connection, the sky is the limit. For the business, Seacom offers voice plans, broadband internet, BSL, and Ethernet circuits. Our fully integrated Metro Ethernet platform segregates your data traffic logically at the switch, avoiding the latency of multiple routers and quality of service overhead. With only a single router between you and our nationwide backbone carriers, you really will experience the Internet at the speed of light. We also offer point-to-point data links to connect all of your business locations. And if you're looking for carrier-grade data transport or dark fiber, look no further than Seacom's extensive privately-owned fiber network. We own and maintain our own network with more than 1,200 miles of fiber and growing throughout southeast Colorado. So whether you're looking for dark fiber, for cable, a dedicated corporate network, or carrier-grade data transport. Seacom has the answers. Visit us at seacom.net or call us at 1-800-657-7149. Seacom, world-class communications right in your backyard. Hello to all of Derek's listeners. Thanks, Derek, for giving me time to share my heart's passion, encouraging cancer, long-term illness patients, and their families. Gilead is an outreach that encourages over 2,400 people in 38 states. Our goal is to bring hope and help to those on the journey through the unknowns of treatment, family stress, and spiritual questions. One such story is Eric, whose senior year in high school was interrupted by the cancer that he was diagnosed with, interrupting a three-sport high school year. It changed his life and his perspective. Today, Eric's family oversees a foundation helping to find a cure. We're currently in our 15th year. We'd love to have you as a partner, either as a volunteer or a gift financially. Look for us on Facebook at Gilead Ministries. Welcome back to Lit Speak with Patty Sheen on Blog Talk Radio. We're glad to have you right back here with us on Lit Speak on Blog Talk Radio and the Road Less Traveled Internet Ministries. We are talking with our special guest, Debbie Hardy, today. However, before we bring Debbie back, mm-hmm. we have to announce the winner of last week's giveaway. Last week's giveaway. Last week, our guest was Jennifer Hallmark. Mm-hmm. Jennifer talked with us about several topics, but one of the things that we t- did talk about was collaborative writing because she has written a 
novel in collaboration yeah. with oh my goodness it was about 10 other authors oh it was it was yeah, tons it was of them yeah it was and a... the name of that book is a dozen apologies and the winner is do, janet do, do, do. k brown janet k brown janet thank you so much for entering the giveaway janet and i keep in touch fairly frequently through through Twitter and Wait a second. Janet you know Janet? Our, this yes, is a, the fix is in was, again. No, there's no fix. <laughs> she was one of our guests, and she was one of our first guests, in fact. I think she was our second or third guest on the show, Janet was. Yes, I remember yeah. the name. Yes, yes. Yes. So, uh, Congratulations, Janet. Janet. You, and if you're not listening today, you'll be getting an email from me and... And we'll see that you get your book. So congratulations. Yes, congratulations to Janet Brown. Yes, yes. Now let's get back to Debbie because she has some other exciting things to share with us. Yes. She wrote a book which I could probably use. In fact, I've been reading through it and it has so many neat tips. The name of her latest book, well, even later than how to write and publish a novel or a book, she said it's (laughs) only been a week or two apart, is <laughs> Free to be Fabulous. Mm-hmm. And Debbie, I'm sorry, I don't have the, what's the subtitle? The subtitle oh, right 100, 100 Ways to Look and Feel younger, younger at 40, 50, and Beyond. <laughs> it's right here behind me on the screen, Debbie, for goodness sake. Anyway, tell us about this fabulous book. Okay. Uh, so many women, well, men too, but mostly women, they get into their 40s or 50s and they look in the mirror and they see their mother looking back at them and they think, oh, I'm old. <laughs> Nothing I can do now, you know, and they just give up. But I am here to say you are not old. You're not dead yet for sure. So you can still do something. You can <laughs> you can be fabulous. And I, I firmly believe that as as Christians, we should have people looking at us and admiring and asking, what, what do you have that's different from me? And so that we can share our, our, our Christ with them. But when they look and they see the church lady looking back at them, they don't want that, you know. Mm-hmm. The only person who wants to look like the church lady is Dan Aykroyd on Saturday Night Live. And so, <laughs> <laughs> but there, there are so many things that we can do to look younger. In fact, I am, uh, I am, I'm 64 years old now, so I'm in the beyond part. I'm not 40 or 50. I'm in the beyond. Okay, you but I, I honestly, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I look and feel younger than I did when I was 39. And and people have told me that. I see people that I haven't seen in years, and they just fall over saying, "Oh my goodness, you look so much younger than you used to." Well, thank you. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> But the book is divided into intersections covering different areas of your life. Uh, the basics are basically how I how I became fabulous and the, the steps that I took and the ABCs of it. And then I divide it into body. I'm sorry, beauty starts first, what it looks like on the outside, head to toe, and beliefs, what goes on in your mind and in your head, how you make up your mind. Body, what goes on inside, and behavior, how you act towards the rest of the world. So it covers your entire being. And I, uh, I've heard that, and it's probably proven that it takes three weeks to adopt or change a habit. And so if yes. you adopt one habit every three weeks out of this book, you can make 17 changes, and you could be a new person a year from now. Hmm. Yes, and we've talked about that before, how easy it is to to keep a habit, a bad habit, and how, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. how hard it can be yep. to create a, a new habit. Yeah, I, I was just looking over, Debbie. Of course, you sent me, and I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed reading it. You sent me so much. I mean, you've sent me a PDF of your of your uh, manuscript, and mm-hmm. I have enjoyed it so much. And I, I also am pulling up here the list of um, the titles of each, of each section, each chapter. And, for example, <clears throat> one of them is Under Skin, this <clears throat> Goodness, I can't talk. Slather <laughs> on the sunscreen. Uh, treat yourself to a manicure or a pedicure uh, for hair. Use the correct shampoo. That's something a lot of ladies don't think about. It's like, give me the cheapest thing or give me the, this name brand or whatever. And and I'm sure that there are different things that, like you pointed out in the book, there's different things that kind of dictate what you should be using. Color your hair if you want to. Mm-hmm. And then we move on down into into the uh, attitude Forgive another who has controlled your life for too long. Oh, man. Control the 90% that is yours, and then you move into faith. Communicate mm-hmm. with God. So there's just there's just a, a whole wealth of of uh, t- 
topics here that that are just great. Yeah, and I think that the, the one of the great things about this title, this book, this this idea is just like Debbie was saying, how we portray or how we show the gospel to people uh, is determined greatly by how we think of ourselves. Exactly. And exactly. And so, yeah. And so I think that's I think that's a great thing to be able to to encourage because we don't think about that a lot. We don't think about the idea of saying to ourselves, "You are fabulous." <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and and that is a yes. wonderful, wonderful thing uh, to do. There are three yes, things. And, well, let, let me just say one thing. When I speak um, as the queen of resilience, I have to look the part, so I wear a tiara. And, Patty, you will see me wearing my tiara at the entire conference. I have been given strict orders to wear that all the time. So I wear my tiara, but I tell the women that I talk to, you are a child of the king. And as such, that makes you a princess. So act like it. Oh, there, yeah. Walk like it. Yes, and it makes all the difference in the world to think, oh, my goodness. My father's a king. Oh, that makes me a princess. And women just walk taller. It's it, it's amazing what that little difference will do. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it, it is. That's a <laughs> fabulous concept to to be able to give to people. There were three things. Let's see if I get it right, Debbie. <clears> that you mentioned were just about the most important things that a person can do to look and feel younger. And one of them was a smile. <laughs> yes. Yes, you would be surprised how many people don't realize that they're walking around with a scowl on their face. In fact, um, we had a family picnic a a while ago, and people were taking pictures all over the place. And I was showing a family member the pictures, and she said, oh, my goodness, I'm scowling in every picture. She said, do I really look like that? I said, yeah. (laughs) Yep, that's what you look like. (laughs) Yes. And and she's a positive person, too, which surprised me. I didn't expect her to, you know, have a scowl. But literally every picture of her, she was scowling because she was thinking hard, you know, but it came across on her face. So what I I like to do when I I have women, or including men, Derek, you can do this with Patty right now. Look at each other. Pair up with one other person Mm -hmm. and look at them without smiling. Don't smile. Okay. I can't do that. I can't look at Patty without laughing. Well, I know. I am giving him the most hateful scowl you ever saw, Debbie. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. That was the worst thing ever, but I could I had to say it. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he can't look at me without laughing. It's just <laughs> Well that's good. That's good. Well then I have then I have them smile with just have them smile with just their mouth, not their face, not their eyes, just their mouth mm-hmm. into this pasted on smile. And it looks phony. And if that's again, it's not somebody you want to know. So then, ha- you smile with just your eyes, and see how your face relaxes and your mouth follows, and your whole face starts to smile. So then, smile with your whole face, and that's the kind of person that people want to get to know—the person that people want to have for a friend, not the scowling, blank look or anything like that. So just yeah. try to smile. You, you know, my wife does that to me all the time. I've, uh, Debbie, I've. Gone through three brain surgeries, and so I I, I suffer with a lot of of head pain and 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 such. Mm-hmm. And I have a tendency, uh, I scowl a lot. I have this little, mm-hmm. it's almost like I've got these these little lines in between my eyes. And my wife will always come up to me and put her finger in between my eyeballs and push that up. <laughs> and I won't uh-huh. even know that I'm, I won't even know that I'm doing. You don't it. realize you're doing it. And she yeah. and I always say right. I, I'm I'm scowling again. <laughs> And, and she says that to me a lot. She she says, you know what, uh-huh. you need to you need to to stop that. So she'll push my little scowl up, and and that's kind of a funny thing that that we do. But it uh-huh. but it is. She she mentions that all the time is looking at me and saying, you know, what's the matter with you, dude? <laughs> so, <laughs> and so, so it's that, something that. you need to be aware of. Right? Uh-huh. Everything everything in the book, you need to be aware of how you're doing it now and then make a conscious effort to do it differently. That's why it takes three weeks to establish the habit. Okay, I'm scowling. Oh, I need to I need to smile instead. And so you, you just force yourself. You focus on that so that your brain says, oh, I need to change this. 
and then you do it differently. So, Derek, that's your job for the next three weeks. Oh, I will try. I am going to try my best. And, and I will have to say, though, being on Literally Speaking makes me smile. So. <laughs> he said he looks forward to Tuesday morning, so I hope so because I sure enjoy it. Another one of the three things that you mentioned, Debbie, was intake of water, and this is something that I'm trying to improve, and it's something that you just don't think about, and yet it is one of the most important things that we do for ourselves, mm-hmm. that we well, should be yes, doing for body, ourselves. Yes, your body is made up mostly of water, and so in order to keep everything functioning, you've got to keep every, keep it uh, well hydrated. It's just like you have oil in your car. Your car holds five quarts of oil. You might be able to get by on four quarts. Three quarts, you're pushing it. Two quarts, and you're in serious trouble. So it's the same thing with your body. You need to keep the keep it flowing and keep everything oiled, so to speak, with water, especially those of us who live at higher altitudes or in a dry climate. Yes. Start to mm-hmm. drink water. Be- yes. Drink water before you get thirsty. If you wait until you're thirsty, it could be too late. And then the, the third thing you talked about, and, of course, this is something that we could talk about for the next three days, let alone the next couple of minutes Mm -hmm. here, is changing your attitude, Uh, having a positive attitude. And Derek and and his partner on on their Friday morning Mm -hmm. show over here at uh, Becoming Christlike Today, or Becoming Christlike Today, they they did a whole Lenten series on attitude based on a a book by James James McDonald. McDonald. Lord, change my attitude before it's too late. (laughs) That is something. Just this morning, I had an incident that occurred that I thought, oh, this is going to be a horrible day. I can't believe I did this. And right away, Debbie, your book kicked in. And I thought, no, this happened. Good. You got over it. Yeah. Move on. And, of course, the rest of the morning has been fine. Be fabulous. Be fabulous. Absolutely. Good Good for you, Patty. Let me let me mention one thing. There are times, especially when I have a busy day. Today is a busy day. Tomorrow's a busy day. And I, when I go to bed at night, my brain starts thinking about everything I'm going to have to do the next day, and I can't sleep. And I might get two or three or four hours of sleep that night. So when I wake up in the morning, I have a choice if I want to be grumpy or if I want to be positive. And if mm-hmm. I'm grumpy, it's going to affect the rest of the day. If I'm positive, that's going to affect the rest of the day. So guess which choice I make? Duh. Yeah. Well, I, mm-hmm. I know my, I can remember when my son was little, he used to say, Mom, you really worry me when you get so upset at inanimate <laughs> objects. <laughs> because I, I would. I would get yeah. so upset over something yeah. stupid, like trying to open a plastic, those things that come encased in that plastic, trying sure. to open something mm-hmm. like that. And, yeah. and anymore, I've got to, the, to where I will stop and think, now is pouring all of this anger out on this, thing going to do anything to make my life right. better and of course right. the answer is no so yeah. i try very hard to step back and, and calm I think, down <laughs> yeah i think that's such a great point too is because we don't realize that all the time we think that uh, the way it, that we are constantly reacting to yes. life so that yes. you know everything bad happens and okay if i have a if i have a crummy attitude it's because of everything that i have and what we forget so much or everyone or and that's everyone. another thing yeah. is how how easily yeah. we let other people influence our attitude yeah and that attitude is a mm-hmm. is a choice you Definitely, get to choose yes. how you know it's not that it, it's not that patty made me mad it's that i allowed <laughs> patty to make me mad yes. and 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 that is it's tough but it's it's a great idea to keep in your mind all the time Definitely. Okay, Derek, I'm going to Derek, I'm going to take exception to what you said. Oh, good. You okay. Said, in, <laughs> well, let's have a free flow discussion here. You said instead of saying Patty makes me mad, you say I allowed Patty to make me mad. No, you chose to react to what Patty did. You chose to right. become mad. Patty didn't do anything to make you mad. So it's your choice. One of my very exactly. favorite quotes when I was working in the in an office, I had this hanging at my desk. And it's a Chuck by quote, uh, Chuck, a quote by Chuck Swindoll. Sorry, I just washed my mouth and can't do a thing with it. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It's a quote by Chuck Swindoll. It said, "Life is ten uh, percent what happens to me and ninety percent how I react to it." Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's mm-hmm. one of the names of the chapters in your book, the ninety percent yes. rule or something. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That that yeah. that is exactly that's exactly right, and I think we miss that so often. Uh, we become people mm-hmm. who just, uh, like I said, we we let life come and 
and pile up on us. And I, I, the only reason I'm saying this is because I'm that person. <laughs> you know, I'm working hard on it, but I know it firsthand. Yeah. Well, we have come to the time in our show. Yay! Derek's favorite time yes. in our show because he gets to play his little bit speak literal steal of the week giveaway jingle. Here it comes. Derek, you're on. It's time for Let's Speak Literary Steal of the Week. I cannot tell you, Patty, how often I talk about that during the week. I'll tell you what. I'm not kidding you. I'm going to set up a Twitter campaign. So we're going to come up with a hashtag. Don and I have to get on this. We're going to come up with a hashtag, and we're going to find out just how many people absolutely love that jingle and how many people absolutely hate it. Hashtag, I was hashtag stop the jingle. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer made his day last week, Debbie, yeah. because she told him that she was going to download it as a ringtone on her phone. Yes. She loved it so much. Yes. So, Oh, and my, okay. Good for Jennifer. <laughs> oh, wait a second. I, I, I sense a tad bit of mockery in there. I'm not sure. I, I have to decide how to respond to that. Oh, my goodness. I think she said something about that on Facebook, too. Yeah, I think so. So we've got a giveaway. Anyway, we do have a giveaway. Yes. This week, we are offering a copy of Debbie's fabulous book, mm-hmm. Free to be Fabulous. Yep. And once again, I... As soon as I can find it. Here, yeah. There it is, right there. 100 ways to look and feel younger at 40, 50, and beyond. Mm-hmm. And let me make the comment that you don't have to be 40, 50, or, or beyond, beyond to <laughs> yeah. to enter the giveaway because you may have a a mom or an aunt mm-hmm. or a good friend who, who is older and young ladies. Someday you are going to be 40, 50, and beyond, so... Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think it's yeah. a wonderful book for anyone. Like I say, I've read through about, I want to say about 50% of it, and I am I am thoroughly enjoying it, and I will use it as a as a resource. It's, it's a great book. So let me tell folks how they go about entering the giveaway. Go yes. to my website, which is, again, pattysheen.com. You will find the Blog Talk Radio tab there. You will find, as soon as I make it active here, mm-hmm. <laughs> you will find the uh, page that says, Bit speak literal steel of the week giveaway. Yes. And you go down to the very bottom of the page, and there you will find a tab that says, or a, not a tab, but it's a little button that yeah. says add comment. Mm-hmm. And you click on that. Click on and, that, yeah. and there will be three three questions. The first question is your name, and you can put just your first name if you would like to do that. Mm-hmm. And then they ask where you're from, and that can be very gener- generic. I think I put southeastern Colorado in mind if you don't want to put your town. And the important part, the though. most yeah. important thing is the uh, email address because mm-hmm. that is the way that I find out that I'm able to contact you and <clears throat> let you know that you have won the book. Yes. Our drawing will last until Monday, the it'll be the 18th of May. Yes. At what is that? 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Yeah. Mountain Daylight Time. Yeah. So eight o'clock here I in would, Colorado. I would urge our listeners to go over there and enter the giveaway. And I, despite all of Derek's teasing, <laughs> I do use random.org. It says that right on the page. It it is legit. And it, it is it legitimate. Really is. And I I use that as uh, because it's a needless to say it's a random. Mm-hmm choice and that never ever never ever chooses Derek that's why I use it that's how that's how (laughs) random it is I think there's a there's a there's some code written in there that random Derek applies Derek enters cast him out qualify his name immediately exactly yep Yep, sure I I just can't win (laughs) I'm gonna change my attitude on that though Debbie I'm gonna get positive about that one good for you (laughs) <laughs> on that page we also on the bottom of the page we have a, a listing of our winners for the previous month mm-hmm. we have a listing of winners for April on there and um, so make sure that you yeah, make sure that you get in there and enter and, and be encouraged on how to 
change that mindset and how fabulous, how fabulous you, really, you can be. You can be. That's exactly right. Yes, yes. That's, that's, that. Now, I was going to ask one question real quick. I know you're going to get to, to CCWC here. Yeah, we only have it, about 10 minutes. Yeah, we only have about sure. 10 minutes. But uh, Debbie <laughs> mentioned it a little bit, and I think this is important for the giveaway. Okay, that's uh, fine. So, Debbie, it, it, does this, it, can I read this book as a man and, and, and feel fabulous? Yes, you can. In fact, okay. when we did a photo shoot, everybody on the cover there, those are all fabulous friends of mine, um, some from church, some from my writer's group, some uh, just friends that I've known. My financial advisor is on there even. And I even got my state farm my, my state farm agent That's and his cool. wife are on there. They're practicing Buddhists, yes. <laughs> it's, but see, but the they're all fabulous is- friends. Yeah. When I first saw that cover, I thought, mm-hmm. oh, she went and she went to the free images and, and got mm-hmm. that. But then throughout the book, you mentioned people that are on the book cover. And I thought, oh, wow, how neat that you got folks to actually mm-hmm. stand in for that shot. I okay, so all the guys out there listening, this isn't just a, a yes. fabulous woman book. This is a fabulous men book, fabulous too. Fabulous person. Fabulous book. people. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yes. That's why I put I put men on there. The men are smiling because they're fabulous. And also because their wives are fabulous, so it works both ways. And probably okay. the only oh. section in there that you could, the only section in there that you probably won't want to read is makeup, because you know I don't think you're into the rules. We never know. Sometimes when you're on air here doing the YouTube thing, you got to be able to. Uh, sometimes the the concealer makes you just feel fabulous. It really does. Yes. That thing, so. Whatever it takes, Debbie. Right? Oh, goodness. <laughs> yes. Okay. Whatever okay. <laughs> We better get to CCWC. Yes, yes, yes. Debbie, you do have a speaking ministry, and you will be speaking at CCWC, which is the Colorado Christian Writers Conference. For our listeners who have been with us for a while, Marlene Bagnell, who is the director of CCWC, was on the show back in January, I believe it was, maybe February. Mm -hmm. But anyway, Debbie, tell us what subject will you be teaching over there at the Colorado Christian Writers Conference, and what do you in general like to, to teach in your speaking ministry? Okay, at the conference, I am teaching an early bird workshop tomorrow afternoon, and it is called Getting That Book Inside of You to Come Out, because everybody has a book. Well, not everybody. I never did. But a lot of people have a book inside. <laughs> they think, oh, I should write a book about that, or I started writing a book and never got around to it. So we're going to cover how to get that book to come out of your head and onto the paper, and then what do you do with it after that? How do you get it? If it's just for your family, how do you get that? copies to them and how do you get it published how do you get it out to the world and well, it's basically my how to write a book and get it published in 60 minutes Ooh. oh how wonderful now we're done 60 minutes <laughs> this is awesome i'm gonna get all these books and be an author by tomorrow yeah, this is gonna be so. great. there you go <laughs> Oh, by the time I get back next week, you'll have it all written, and you will it, be That's ready right. To go. I will. Yeah. Be, I okay. will be a best-selling author by the time you get back. This is fantastic. There you I need go. these books. <laughs> yeah. There you, and this is and, this and is also, next. It's, it's tomorrow, right? Tomorrow morning, yeah. I'm going to be hitting the road yeah. at about seven a.m. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh-huh. Very excited about that. Yeah. Yes. And I I didn't sign up for any of the early birds, Debbie. But then Marlene has has hooked me up with a writer who needs a ride up there. And is scheduled for the early bird workshop, so we will be okay. hopefully Great. arriving in mm-hmm. time. So once I get there, I know I can and sign up for for an early bird workshop. Well, so, yeah, you don't need to sign up, Patty. You just show up. You just come. You're you're on <laughs> okay. faculty. You just show up at, at the workshop. Yep. Well, that's you don't true. have to I sign up for so that, that, Yeah, that does yes. make things a little bit different. I keep forgetting that. So <laughs> I've got to remember that I'm sitting here with the powerhouse of the Colorado Christian Writers Conference. Here we got faculty all yes. over the place. <laughs> I'll tell you yes, what, I you feel are. Are fabulous. I feel honored and blessed to be a <laughs> part of that. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, oh, it's amazing. Let, I've let been just, involved with about 10 years some, or more. Let me just Go. mention some other things that I talk about in my speaking ministry. Yes. Um. I, I also I, I do a talk on how to be fabulous. I condense that book down into 60 minutes and teach women how to do that. Um, I've also taught uh, how to uh, um, shopping savvy 101, how to shop you know cheaper <laughs> and, and still get what you need. I teach on caregiving, and one of my favorite ones, one of my most powerful ones, is the power of forgiveness. How to let go of the past and let the, keep the past from controlling you. Yeah, that's, that is that's, a great one. That yeah. is a great one right there. Probably yeah, the yeah, toughest yeah. one, but but great. Yeah, Debbie, I'm and just curious. Since, move, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Since you Some live in Colorado. <laughs> we, we got people, right, we We're dancing again here. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, Patty. Your turn. Since you do live in Colorado, how far are you willing to go for your ministry? Like we're down here about four hours away from you. If we had a group mm-hmm. that, that would be interested in, in having you as a speaker, how, how far, what kind of a radius are you interested in in traveling oh, for well, your I ministry? I don't want to give it a limit. I don't like to limit God. If he wants me to go someplace, he'll work it out. So if anyone is interested in having me come to speak, let me know. I have a friend in Seattle who's going to have me come out there and speak to her group, another one in Boise, and uh, a church in uh, San Diego. So there's, you know, it's it's up to God. So just contact me if you want me to come and speak. Very good. That would be, cool. that would, that would be wonderful, though, all those things. I know that uh so many people it, it, those are those are topics that just hit everybody sure they do. i mean they just hit everybody that that's all over the place mm-hmm. so uh, that's absolutely fantastic and and good, good luck with you guys as you travel to your Colorado <laughs> Christian Writer Conference i'm excited for you all of for both of you i'm excited too i'm <laughs> i'm wondering what kind of if we'll run into weather or not debbie will see it may be very interesting yes, yes. well i met i met the I met the staff at the church yesterday because I store all the office supplies in my garage. So I loaded up my car and met them there and drove one of the staff members up, and it was beautiful all the way up. We were in church sleeves as we were unloading the car up in Estes Park. It was great. that warm. So oh, you shouldn't great. have a problem. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> good. Well, you know, last year our our uh, youth group from our church went over to Estes Park to do flood recovery mm-hmm. because they just had so wow. much flooding over there. And, of course, we yeah. had an inordinate amount of rain this year, and mm-hmm. I just wondered if maybe that would be an issue again this year. But I, I am somewhat. I love the snow, but I am somewhat relieved to know that we may have clear sailing. It would be fun to have an intro to a snowfall over there. But all right, just stop it, stop it, stop <laughs> it, stop it. It is May twelfth. You need to get that out of here. That is not oh, fabulous, Patty. No. That is not fabulous. <laughs> Debbie, we're about out of time, unfortunately. Can't thank you enough oh, for, been for, so fun. for visiting yeah. with us this morning. You gave us a wealth of information. I would urge our listeners to go to Debbie's website, check out those books, go mm-hmm. to the giveaway. Yes. Put in your name for a, a chance to win a copy of Free to Be Fabulous. If you are interested in writing, do pursue obtaining her how to write and publish a a book. And, of course, then there's the, the Stepping Through Cancer. And <clears throat> once again, Debbie has offered a copy of that to anyone who has a need for it. So go mm-hmm. to her website and contact her through email. Give her the information she needs so she can send you that book. Absolutely. Debbie, it's been just fantastic. You've just encouraged uh, me today. And, and uh, you are fabulous. Well, thank you. And you are fabulous as well. It's great to have conversations with other fabulous people. Thank you for having me, Patty. <laughs> All right. It's been a pleasure, Debbie, and I will look forward so much to seeing you tomorrow. God bless you. Have a safe trip up there. <laughs> Thanks, and you. Oh. Are we done? No, we've got uh, we've yeah, got one. Yeah. What are doing next week? Next no, week. We've we got. What are we doing? We have a gentleman by the name of Dave Hamer, and he's mm. a pastor, an evangelist, and the founder really? of River Spring Ministries. He is the author of. Two books with a poignant message for our listeners. That's going to really be that's going to be. I've read one of his books. I'll have the second one read. That's going to be fabulous. And yes, I think it's going to be fabulous. Yes, yeah. I'm very much looking forward to talking with Dave. We just got like a minute twenty, but I do want to remind everybody that you are going to be up at the Colorado Christian Writers Conference. Obviously, Debbie's going to be there. You're yes, going to be on yes. faculty. So so happy for you. So if you're listening and you've been listening, you got a chance. I don't know if you can even sign up for, for it anymore, if you can go or whatever, but stop by I'm there. Sure. And, Marlene would greatly welcome yeah. walk-ins. <laughs> and check out uh, check out Patty Sheen. Go do that. It's held at the YMCA, the Rockies. Beautiful, beautiful Oh, absolutely facility. beautiful. Oh, my yes. goodness, it's gorgeous. Yep. And if you get up early in the morning sometimes, you, you get to walk over to breakfast with the mm-hmm. elk accompanying you. It's just absolutely yes. amazing. Fantastic. So, so good luck there. Uh, we'll be praying for you, and we're so proud of you. It's it's going to be fa- it's going to be fabulous. Well, thank you. In the next <laughs> few seconds, let me remind our listeners throughout the coming week, let your heart be open to what God is telling you through your imagination and act upon it. God bless you, everyone. We hope to see you next week, 8 a.m., Mountain Daylight Time. If you didn't catch all the show, check out our archives. You'll find that on my webpage as well. God bless you all.
There is a candle in every soul, some brightly burning, some dark and cold. There is a spirit who brings a fire, ignites a candle, and makes his Oh 